0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology and anything else that feels right. I am Sasha Rusu, Account Director for the TED Department at Mediacom.
1: Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom.
0: And our guest joining us today. I'm so excited to do this one, you know. So excited. Uh, <laughs> our guest joining us today is Sonia Arthur. How are you, Sonia?
2: I'm good. Thanks for being excited. It's lovely to see you both. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. You are
0: ending our podcast for the year, which is
1: amazing.
0: Mm. Yeah, grand finale. It's an honour. It's an honour. <laughs> um, Sonia Alfa is managing partner and head of Business Unit 5, better known as TED, the entertainment division. Sonia started her media Com career in 2000 as a press buyer, transitioning over the years to trading across multimedia channels. By understanding the importance of always putting her clients' objectives first, She transitioned into a business director role here at Mediacom, where she combined both her people skills and commercial knowledge to build strong relationships across her client portfolio. Sonia was appointed managing partner and head of TED in 2017 and has managed significant operational change within the team, as well as leading a number of new business wins. Working across the entertainment and lifestyle industry has secured her expertise in driving cultural relevance for her clients, along with building a cohesive team structure to deliver real agility and fast paced outcomes. Sonia it's really good to have you on the podcast today. Um, I mean we're coming up to nearly two years of living with this horrible virus. Mm-hmm. How has the last year been for you uh, not only on a personal level but also I guess within working, trying to lead the whole business unit?
2: Yes uh, thanks listen thanks so much it's lovely to see you both as I said. Um, This year I mean I think this year in many ways has been worse than 2020 and I don't know if it's okay to say that because 2020 was so challenging for everyone Mm -hmm. but I have found this year more challenging both from a professional and uh, sort of personal standpoint so professionally you know we're all living with everyone wanting to do something a bit different and I think that that's sort of really fueling the the term the great resignation and I think that um I think that's just from uh if you're running a group or a business group the way that we do it's 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 really challenging but also you know um I think within that as well it just means that there's opportunity within that too. So I think with everything negative that's happening, I always am trying to spin the positives as well. So with everything that changes and everyone who maybe leaves the agency, it's really sad to see people go, but actually I believe it always creates great opportunity for others um, at the same time. Um, So it's a lot of work though. You kind of have to be really committed to delivering on that and really listening to people supporting people and making sure that you're navigating that for them. Um, I think that clients as well have been having a really challenging time. Um, a lot of their businesses have completely changed, their distribution networks have changed, you know how they talk to their consumers has had to change. And we've obviously been at the forefront of a lot of that change as well and that evolution and everything is happening very quickly. And I think there's quite a lot of pressure. People need sort of immediate success metrics to work, uh, you know, to make sure that they're on the right track to try and recover from last year. So that does sort of put the pressure on us all as well. And um from personal perspective yeah it's been challenging I'm delighted the schools have stayed open uh from from April uh I think I think a lot of uh, uh I think myself you know almost traumatized actually from sort of January through mm. to March it was mm. it was tough and uh, there's been family bereavements unfortunately for me as well this year so it's been a really tricky one mm. I'm quite looking forward to hopefully a more positive and fresh start next year
1: no oh, I hope so and that's 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 good and optimistic and I think you know you, you are one of the most positive and sort of sunshiny people that we that we are lucky enough to work with i um, you. is is there anything that you'd point to either in your career up to now or your kind of life overall in general that's that's given you those skills
2: um yeah that's a really good question um i think I think for me, it's it's just change is always guaranteed. Yeah, You know, it's uh, whatever happens, things are going to change. And that mm. is just the guarantee. And I've really over, I mean, over the last, particularly the last 10 years, actually, really kind of embraced that, I think, and just mm. gone with it. And I, I'm kind of confident about the fact that whatever change happens, that you just if you throw yourself into it and you sort of go, right, we're going to go this direction for a while, you're going to benefit, there are going to be benefits attached to that as well. So if you, you know, if, if you have, if you just accept it and just assume, you know, that whatever, whatever you've put in place will probably change eventually anyway, it's not, it's not scary. It, it's, it's, it's nothing to fear. In fact, it can be very exciting um, and it, it can be a good thing. So I think that you know I've done lots of different jobs at MediaCom even you know I've 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 done all the jobs really in one way shape or form, um, and that has really helped me I think this year particularly with all of the changes that have happened, to just have the resilience mm-hmm. to know that it will be okay you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever happens and, and however worried you are about things and people and 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 whatever is going on. Actually, it, it does build resilience,
0: and, and the resilience gets you through. Um, I can speak from experience just how much culture, uh, especially within your business unit, is a big part and uh, so important mm-hmm. for you. We're yeah. rounding up this series um, based on belonging and sticking on the theme of belonging. Just how important is belonging within the workplace, and that, how important is it to you?
2: yeah I mean Sasha absolutely I hope I hope that you do know that as well it's 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 such a it's such a big part of the job you know we ask so much of our people um across the industry really you know that Mm -hmm. to work hard to spend lots of time working hard Mm -hmm. and the least we can do right I feel I feel personally the least we can do is allow them to feel a sense of belonging and to feel that they're valued and they matter and their voice matters and you know it's so vital um and actually it makes it a hell of a lot more interesting as well you know it just it's just it belonging I've always had a real sense of belonging at Mediacom I've been there I've been here for 22 years you know I only meant to come to London for one year and uh, have stayed so um and I've never felt that I didn't belong, actually. And I really passionately want everyone that I work with to feel the way I feel. Um, that's a very emotive drive driver for me, actually, in the agency and the work that I do. And I feel that that extends to how we treat our media partners. Like, um, everyone has a job to do. Everyone, you know, should feel part of that belonging. I feel our clients as well. I think our clients should come into Mediacom and feel uh, that they belong and it's something they want to belong to and it's a culture that they they, they can fit, tangibly feel part of so it's it's kind of the root of everything I feel really
1: so the days are ticking down to the end of 2021 yeah we're going to look forward we're going to look forward 12 months what do you hope to have achieved by the end of next year
2: i yeah um you asked me to have a think about this I <laughs> struggled with this I find it really hard to get my head to think that far ahead and I yeah. think that because it's because we have not had the opportunity to plan to confidently plan and look forward to very much over the last two years so it's actually been really hard what am I looking forward to I'm hoping that we can plan some stuff
0: yeah. I'm hoping
2: <laughs> that we can actually look forward and be confident in the fact that if I pick a holiday to, to Italy, there's a chance I can actually make it yeah you know so actually by the end of the year it would be just wonderful to have a year that people can get together and have plans and be excited and be confident in the fact we can we can actually be together because we know you know Sue we've talked about this as well but we're better together aren't we we're better we're better together as a community Um, I'd like to get back to horse riding from personal Mm -hmm. perspective that's been put to the back over the last two years and desperate to do that again I want to read more I feel that I've let that slip and I'm devastated about it because I love reading so I want to commit to like at least one book a year a month but looking forward really it's just to make sure that we are as good as we can be and everyone feels that they have evolved and you know we're just a stronger agency I think I mean we all have to pull together to make that happen and we are stronger next year That's really a big focus, personally, uh, from a professional perspective.
1: It's a great Christmas wish. Mm. Also, it strikes me how different, if we'd been doing this conversation in, what, 2019, how different? It'd be very different. (laughs) (laughs) What you would have said was, and just really how all of our perspectives have changed, because I I agree with you, just that sense that when we plan something, we can actually deliver it is... Mm. um, and, and not have uh, uh, a virus mutating kind of upset everything. So, so it's a Definitely. good
0: wish.
2: Thank you. Um,
0: moving on to some of our personal questions now, and I've been waiting to do this for a very long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you probably know the answers to some of these, do you? Go ahead, anyway. Yeah. Go for it, Sasha.
0: <laughs> so, uh, first question. What yeah. is your favourite line from a poem, song or a book?
2: uh that's a really good one Uh there's a I tell you what actually this is a bit rather this has just popped into my head mm. this line and it's a radio head song uh which is a bit a bit sad but it literally ch- chokes me up every time I mm. hear it and it's um I keep falling over I keep passing out when mm. I see a face like you And it's just, I think it's the most beautifully kind of emotive um, uh, sentence actually. It's just popped into my head. It just gets me every single time. It's beautiful.
1: Okay, my favourite question: If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I put in a magic circle to summon you? (laughs) Um, Oh, and by the way, I'm not allowing mobile phones or iPads. It's Okay, no problem. That's fine it's
2: just just no I feel a bit tired. So coffee, you would need some coffee, Sue, for me. What kind of what kind of what's your ultimate the Illy coffee really. So it would need to be an illy coffee, but just like a flat white would be perfect, please. Thank you very much. So, milk or just cow milk? Just normal milk, Whatever. I'm kind of easy on milk. I want we get it
0: right.
2: Thank you very much. Yes, no, I'm quite I'm quite flexible on my milks. Um Lord of the Rings book, the whole trilogy. You would need, yes, please. Uh, one of my favourite ever stories. It takes about a year to read. Maybe that's what I need to achieve by next year. Reread that. Um, you would need Prince, uh, probably Sign of the Times album. Yeah, you'd need that double album. I, I'm uh, liking this. I used to when I was uh, much younger. I used to
1: read the Lord of try and read the Lord of the Rings every every year. And it's like, it's, uh, it's, yeah. I can remember so much just diving into it. But, uh, yeah, a bit of coffee,
2: Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Prince and Prince. Spices. You could be writing me uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, what else? I, uh, you would need, I can't get my phone, that's annoying. You would need probably my favorite glitter skirt, actually. It right, so like it has to be a glitter
1: skirt, so you better describe it to, it to us. So, so yeah.
2: is this sequins? It's sequins, yes. yes. Well, it's the long it one, those like Most it? Christmas parties and most Christmas days. So because it's seasonal, I think I need to throw in a sequence. Glitter skirt, skirt. brilliant. Yeah. And my, um, probably my under boots that I, I, boots I, I have cool. kept me company for the last year working from home. I think you can manage that.
0: Sonia, what would you say is your single best skill?
2: <laughs> I think I can I'm I love cooking, right? Mm-hmm. But um I can make a meal out of anything, really. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that could just open a fridge and um there could be two or three items in there mm-hmm. and I could cook for a family of four. And I think that that's uh that's probably a good skill. I can amaze you know, it's like how did you find that? It's like I just I don't know, I can get very creative with very few ingredients. So maybe that's my best skill. I think that's
1: a great skill. I think we'd add to that the welcome that you would give everybody as well because Sasha and I both oh. know that about you so it would be yes, amazing. Food, for three days. A, a wonderful <laughs> welcome and we're round any time you say something. And what would you practice more if you had the time and space? Um, I
2: would if I had more time I'd learn to play the guitar okay. Um, and that's not time's not an excuse is it? I should just not learn really. to play the guitar uh, but if I had more time magically yeah. that's what I would focus what, on what
1: kind of what kind of guitar just a,
2: just acoustic my acoustic. son is um on his grid two, and just to see the progression that he's made even the last three years okay. uh, it's just given me a bit of a kick really like come on so yeah You've maybe cause what, do like it. half an hour a week or 10 minutes
1: yeah. a day that could yeah. do it, isn't it
2: 15 minutes a day that's all it yeah. takes so that's maybe something again that ladders up to the question: What do we want to do by the end of next year? Maybe I should do this this time next year. And yeah, you we'll check in check on you. Check me off. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that.
0: That would be great, yeah. Who knows, maybe we could bring the ukulele out on Thursday. That's but.
2: it, i mean, Sasha. We've all got to learn the ukulele and head, haven't we, for Christmas? That's the rule. <laughs> is that what is that what you're all doing? Well, we made, oh, it's terrible, actually, this has been, but um, we used to do Christmas jumper flash yeah. things, so it was all Liam Dawson's fault, so if he's listening. Um, so uh, it used to be the horn would go off, and everyone, wherever you were in, in the department, you'd have to rush back, put your jumper on, and whoever was last, used to have to sing. This would be your horror show, Sue. Sing a Christmas (laughs) song, playing the ukulele was their punishment. So just awful, really, but lots of fun.
0: Um, Where in the world, real or fiction, would you like to live and why?
2: So I really love London. And I know that might be a cop-out question, but it's, I've been to, I've been so fortunate, you know, being to New York, being to Paris, being to Bangkok, being to Amsterdam, being to wonderful, wonderful places around the world Mm. and I've loved all of them but I just do compare them to London uh, Mm. every time and I just think that it's a really hard place to beat, it's got everything, I love the fact Mm. that it's made up of you know different villages really different mm. communities that all just manage to make one whole mm. and I think mm. that that's just always something very uh, wonderful about that that I've loved and as I said earlier actually to sorry to repeat myself but I genuinely did only come for a year that was yeah. the plan it was just a, a, a year out to see how it went and I fell in love with London <laughs> really
1: uh, probably
2: my longest love affair really i just absolutely love it I know it like the back of my hand take great pride in knowing it and um and it just is constantly changing and it's just wonderful
1: i love i love that so I, I totally get that i even like the smelly dirty bits of it oh yeah and i love, I love the whole. fact that yeah you 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 kind of think you know it and then yeah. you can find a new bit just even around the corner from yeah. where you are um yeah so, yeah, I, I get that. And I, I don't know if you have this as well, but wherever I am in the world and however amazing it's been, when I come back, I get this thrill of, oh, oh, it's London. Yeah,
2: yeah. it is just an incredible the, the you know, the old and the new it and just just everything about it. I just I just I find it hard to beat, to be honest. So love it. Good answer. Um, right. You. Now the questions you could
1: not prepare for. Yes. From the um, School of Life. Okay. Uh, box of questions and I'm holding up three and I'm going to ask you to pick one so A, B or C? Uh,
2: B please because it's the one I okay. can see.
1: Okay if you were in charge of the Bill Gates Foundation but could only spend the funds tackling one issue what would it be?
2: Um, it would be to it would have to be to rebuild the Amazon reinforced and to to work on making the world a better place because we don't have that we don't have anything right so yeah um it needs to start there mm-hmm.
0: amazing
1: well i think we should put i just think we should i mean Sonny for prime minister right <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> i, it's while now, I right? mean i know we can't spare you, you from y'all. ted but <laughs> <laughs> brilliant what a brilliant optimistic and kind of just positive outlook mm-hmm. for our christmas mm-hmm. broadcast
2: That's wonderful. Well, listen, I'm honoured to be here, as I said, especially uh, the last one of the year. So thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Thank you very much for coming and I hope to have you back soon. And wish you and everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh,
1: Merry Christmas
2: and happy holidays. Other holidays are available. Absolutely. Of course they are. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye. Bye.